0: Welcome back to another Strong Towers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lara. Hey guys, if you've listened in the past few weeks, you know the topic of conversation has been influential people. So I thought I would take this opportunity to re-release an episode from season one with our friend Nate Bramblett. I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> You are listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Guys,
1: welcome back to another Strong Towers Podcast. I'm here with co-host Mike Lara this week and our good friend Nathan Bramblett to continue our conversation around challenge, specifically this week, physical challenge. So Nathan, thanks for showing up, man. Yeah, thanks.
2: so excited to be here. Uh, so
1: we've been having this conversation around the importance of challenge or challenging ourselves as a way to grow and to to keep moving forward in our lives. And, and so we've hit on this physical challenge and and it's actually the the third one that we've recorded. And it feels like with the other two spiritual and mental challenge that they were more, more obviously nuanced and you can look at physical challenge and just say, Oh yeah, physical challenge. Like I should be out there working out, belonging to a gym, going for runs, whatever it is. And so in a way it makes this seem like it should be an easier conversation. But the other side of it is it's not because we know there's a lot of people not, doing this, right? So how about a little bit about your background and how you kind of got into this realm and and what physical activity has meant for you?
2: Yeah. Well, starting off every once in a while, I tell this story and it's maybe one or two people have taken it as bragging. Most people get it for what I mean, but like when I was a four-year-old, my first soccer game I ever played, I scored like 17 or 18 goals and I didn't like kick a ball any more than the four-year-old beside me, but God just gave me something that was just you know I didn't earn I didn't practice for at that point so I, I always from the day I started playing sports doing anything I just enjoyed them I did well in them so soccer lacrosse for years and then maybe to my mid teens I started playing hockey and that was kind of what I wanted to do with my life I was yeah. playing in um kind of some preparation leagues maybe going towards making a career out of it and um Ended up uh, kind of just making some poor life decisions. Maybe we'll get into those later. Um, (laughs) And then went to school and took a little break, but really maybe what people know me for best is in the middle of college, I found uh, CrossFit and saw it on TV once and said to my buddies, hey, we should try that. And I saw the CrossFit games on TV and we basically the last year and a half of school stopped going to class. Kids, if you're listening, (laughs) don't do that. But we just trained all day and um, that kind of led into me you know, thinking I was studying business management and finance, you know, wearing a suit every day to haven't barely worn a suit since, except for weddings and just worn gym clothes all day and just trained and kind of developed, uh, just a professional athletics, uh, career in CrossFit, which I've done for the last five or six years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And done pretty well. So it's not like I just decided, you know, I'm going to work out more than the next guy. I mean, it was a thing for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, you know sponsor stipends and opportunities through the sport was what i provided for my family for you know it was, it was my full time kind of opportunity full time gig i woke up in the morning trained all day went to bed thinking about what i was going to do the next day
0: yeah so i've had the opportunity to been in some of your coaching opportunities and and, and things that you've done for me and i understand especially from a i guess i don't want to say a client perspective but as a as somebody who's actually been a part of your classes how the importance of Physical fitness, right? And I'm, I've learned a lot from you. And I don't know if you want to go a little bit more in, into what you're doing nowadays and, and what you're pushing towards.
2: Yeah. Well, last year I had a, um, I had maybe not maybe actually substantially the worst season, competitive season in CrossFit that I've had to date. And you know, you could trace it to very you know obvious variables i've continued to have kids and all the people who are doing this or sleeping 12 hours and you know don't have anybody else to look after and yeah um so some big changes happened in my life about a year and a half ago and i just decided i was going to take the year off and kind of at that same time just really had a vision kind of come to the surface that i wanted to start opening gyms and training people at open gyms really seeing the commute the the functional fitness industry is one that was from myself being the 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 largest offender, for lack of a better word, of living just a life selfishly, maybe even use the word narcissistically. Everything's about you taking pictures of yourself. And so really kind of setting out of this last year and a half to open gyms and train people how to open gyms and really love and serve this fitness community and maybe see if we can see a change in just the way people are in the community from selfish to selfless. And yes, we've spent the last year and a half doing that.
1: So you started Tarsus and one of the pieces that we've been walking through in this conversation is the idea of challenge, not in isolation, but in community. Mm -hmm. And so what is sort of your vision for Tarsus and and the gym that that you want to get going?
2: Well, yeah. CrossFit as a whole, I would say like kind of my background is, is more of a group class dynamic. Mm -hmm. And, um, so taking that we're not CrossFit, but taking some of the practices from the functional fitness industry, one of which is that group class mentality and structure, and we love that. I mean, you can work out, you know, Mike will tell you, you know, you can work out great by yourself. You know, you can think you're doing whatever. We talked about going for a run or doing yep. something, but as soon as you start working out beside somebody, they don't even have to be beating you. They could be losing, you know, miserably if you were sitting there comparing yourself, but you just, you just do things with greater effort and intensity integrity when you're with other people talking about that community thing. So communities really important. And as soon as anybody I think finds kind of that community in the fitness industry, it's hard to kind of go back. Mm-hmm. It's hard to kind of start working out alone again, once you've been doing things with your friends, with people. And so kind of talking about community to that word, trying to make it a community here where people get excited to come in and spend time with, you know, their friends, whether it's the morning or the evening yeah. It's
0: funny that you mentioned it about the community because I think when I first was introduced to this type of atmosphere it was while I was in the military and a lot of the guys had that, you know, team mentality where, where it wasn't so much like competing against each other doing a workout it was we're competing with each other mm-hmm. and it was it was definitely something that I thought was maybe just military specific until I started participating in other workouts, especially with Tarsus and with you guys is, is I could be, you know, in last place and everybody in the gym still clapping saying, let's go, let's, let's, Mm -hmm. let's work harder. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's something that I've seen, especially in in the atmosphere that you've produced here at at your gym, that is just a whole nother level of things that Mm -hmm. I've seen in the past. So
1: Yeah. Well, and it's, it kind of flips that switch of I'm challenging myself just for a number, Mm -hmm. right? But you've got that motivation now because you do have other people watching you. Even if you're not putting up the biggest numbers or whatever, there is still motivation to do better, to push harder, to keep striving for something.
0: Right. And I think we all keep track. We do keep track of our like PRs and and, and whatnot, but it is something Mm -hmm. I think as you are working as a group, I don't even think I'm looking at those numbers. It's more along the lines of, mm. of, Hey, this person's cheering for me. This person this is like, you know, yeah. getting after me. And it, it is, I don't say motivating,
2: but it is, it's an atmosphere mm-hmm. you want where you want to give your best effort. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talking about
1: getting into the gym and getting into community and actually getting out there and, and working out, I think is, is something that we hear from a lot of different places. Obviously there's the, the fitness industry that, that they're trying to get people to get in the doors you know, because that's that's their business model. There's the medical world that's telling us we're all out of shape and and we need to be doing more. But what would be your why? What would be your why for engaging in some kind of physical activity and challenging ourselves?
2: Well, kind of, I think everything natural is given to us for the purpose of something underneath, something supernatural, something kingdom, something that God intended that, is eternal, that will last. There's a natural thing that corresponds to it. And so Peter was a fisherman because he was learning and he was doing something that was basically in the vein of, and he was practicing what God had made him for, to fish for men. I mean, just ironically, it's amazing how the Lord did that. And so physical labor is, and physical exertion working out. I've never seen anything like it that I think trains people's character, trains people's ability to persevere, trains people's ability to, to go through hard situations. I mean, how often in any situation of your life do you get to the point where you, you, you reach that fight or flight? Like, this is too hard. You know, I can think of my wife in labor. I can think of like, you know, a few situations where you can see people like, wow, that was like the hardest thing they've ever been through. Mm Mm-hmm and in those moments where you you're at the end of yourself and you decide i want to quit or i want to continue i don't think those situations come up often in life you know we hedge ourselves especially in the dc area like hedge ourselves from any financial challenge any comfort you know interference any all these things where we would come up to the end of ourselves we like we want to hedge ourselves big time so no yeah. one's reaching that like kind of fight or flight and building character but like you know, it's like the most cliche thing in the world, like diamonds are made in pressure, right? Everyone right, says yeah. that, but like who puts right. himself in a pressure situation in life? Like everyone wants to avoid those, but physical exertion, working out, I've never seen anything like it. It literally builds the integrity of a person that car- carries to every other avenue, carries to the way they walk with the Lord, carries to the way they relate to their wife and their children, like a workout. And Mike can tell you, you know, in here, and obviously Tom, you and anyone listening probably has some some example that comes to mind where they were working out and it was hard, but literally when you're running at your hardest pace and you have the decision to slow down and like basically sandbag it or push yourself to the end of that mile marker, like something happens in you when you decide to push, like you, you strengthen something just like if you quit you, you strengthen something. And so I love the fact that working out, like I've seen people in a gym in a, in a 20 minute workout, 60 minute class time, maybe 20 minutes of like a set workout with, I can see people go through that 40 times, mm. <laughs> 40 yeah. times, Yeah. but they, but they, but you know, with our coaches and with each other, the community, right? They, they encourage each other. So people are coming up against that, that I want to quit or I, or I can succeed. Character is either built or compromised in that moment. Yeah. And 40 times of that you're reinforcing that character being built. It literally translates to everything. And yeah. it's, so I think it's maybe one of the, the largest, largest, the wrong, wrong word, maybe the, the greatest tangible, uh, translator to things that are important in life. I yeah. think
1: that's awesome. When you're talking about that too, cause that's also bringing in the mental and the spiritual right, side, right, right, right. Of the, the, I'm not going to quit. That gets you outside of just the physical, Because at that point, the physical is probably saying, I'm going to quit, like, I'm done, Mm. right? And so you're engaging that that mental and that spiritual aspect also to find whatever it is inside you Mm. to keep going and to keep building, uh, you know, the character and, and like you were saying.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I think when we initially started the series, we kicked off with with our experience during the Ragnar Relay, hmm. and to me, that was that was a hard situation. That was uh, you know months of training in order to get to this race, and we had to do certain distances, certain elevation changes. But there is something different about running by yourself, yep. knowing that you have to meet somebody, knowing you can easily stop and walk, and probably nobody's going to know the difference, right? Compared to being in this situation where I've been multiple times, where I'm like. I can't do another pull-up, or I can't uh, do another push-up, or I can't do another clean or something. And being able to be able to, I guess, mentally check myself, mm. or even emotionally check myself, or or spiritually check myself to the point where it's like I have the ability to mm. do more. Right. And I don't know, sound cliche either, but the, you know that uh, what is that? The mind is the mind is ready, and but the body is not, or the yeah. other way around. You know, it's one yep. of those situations where. I feel like I don't have it and you being, you know, the coach in these situations always like, you know, one more Mike. Just do one more. You know, you got you got, you know, mm-hmm. 10 more seconds and it's almost it is that motivating motivation that
2: I need to kind of And you almost start to from... realize the more you do that you start to realize uh, you start to realize how much your mind limits you. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, wow, okay. Well, I have this thing and then you can start to realize that when you come up against that wall, if you've built that momentum yeah, of it, you start right. to you start to even have that awareness of like i'm up against this wall but what happened the last 40 times yeah i i broke through it and so right. you start to build this even this positive momentum that i can break through walls i can break through mental barriers and it's yeah physical yeah. challenge is incredible yeah and yeah. that's
0: important to show that growth right because all throughout that throughout those challenges that's where you're seeing the growth in right mm-hmm. is yeah. to be able to put yourself in these positions like you said which are up against this wall and you've done this before and you're pushing through that in order to push that wall Mm -hmm. even further so the next time i come up against it it, it's not the same place it was Mm. six months prior right yeah
1: and i I think we talked about that need to keep growing it's not just i'm I'm gonna throw a goal out there and i'm gonna achieve that goal and that's good i can do 40 push-ups or i can do 15 pull-ups or whatever it is and and i'm good you know i'm I'm keeping off dad bod and and that's it you know you need to keep moving the bar and keep pushing to something to keep getting in
0: that situation where you're testing yourself. Right. And that's the hard part is finding that balance. Being able to find that balance on on continuously trying to grow, but then also I think we and we've talked about this in, in prior episodes, resting throughout that. Right. Yep. Because at the same time I can and maybe you can tell I'm more experience on constantly trying to grow within the especially within this sport, right? There is it's I don't want to say burnout, but there can be times where you can just continuously try to shoot for the moon. It's, it's got to be difficult. I, I would say with your experience, you probably had a little, know a little bit more about that than, than say we do, but I'm sure that's something you ran up against as far as, I don't want to say physical burnout, but around that line.
2: Oh, yeah. Anyone who was doing what I was doing is is if they've been doing it anytime at all, obviously that's like very ambiguous. Let's say longer than a year or two has has experienced serious burnout. Anytime you're pushing yourself in anything that's challenging consistently, I mean, you, just, you, you burn out if you don't have um you know the right source I think and for me you know what ultimately kind of led to the end of my athletics and maybe we can talk about this a little later was that I didn't have I didn't have a good source. I was working hard but I was yeah I was totally burnt out a year and a half ago and um yeah it's real. It's real. That's why you need that community around you. That's why you need people who can who can stand with you when you're burnt out, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, all these things.
1: Yeah. So let's go there. You were, you know, year and a half ago in season working out like crazy. Yeah. And things are not going the way that you were looking for. Talk to us about that source. Talk to us about where you were at in your headspace and, and put it into the proper perspective maybe.
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, I've told this story a lot and normally maybe I tell it longer. I'm thinking of the short version, but the short version is, November 9th, 2017, I had uh, my family intervened on me, had, a, had an intervention, essentially. My wife and my mom and dad were present. My brother basically initiated it and said some great things that were hard, but uh, really kind of initiated that conversation. And for those of you who don't know me, I grew up in a Christian family, amazing family. Grew up in, at the point, a year and a half ago, when my family had the intervention on me, I was a professional athlete. I had a couple kids, wife- my own business, you know, I was doing well externally, but I was just a total train wreck basket case inside. You know, I was still discipling guys. I was going to church. I was reading my Bible. I was relating to God the way that I had, I had understand in the confines of my mind to, to relate to him. And looking back, it was all about like how God can like serve me and like make me peaceful or make me feel joyful or help me through my situations. It was a total self-centered relationship with the Lord. But I just talking about this source. I just I literally came to the end of myself. My family intervened. And was like, "What's wrong with you, Nate?" And um, I I went away that night and I just broke down before the Lord and uh, said, "Man, I'm I'll I'm done trying the way I've tried this before. I'll give you full control." And the next day I woke up and just nothing was the same. Absolutely nothing was the same. I used to train eight hours a day, and from that point on, I could barely train at all because I was just I started listening to the voice of the Lord, and I just started feeling Him love me and walk with me so closely. And I realized what I had, you know, for me, in my in my experience, I had I had tried to persevere off of a source that was basically derived from myself, even though I had my own reasons why God was helping me. God was, you know, the strength of the Lord was like whatever. Like all these scripture verses that I just— It had never applied to me because I didn't understand what the foundation of Christianity, which is like, it's giving away your life. It's not adding God to your life. It's giving away your life. So when I gave away my life, my life became Jesus and my life changed dramatically. And so just talking about kind of that source thing, I don't know why my mind keeps going back there, but it's been really amazing physically. I'm getting ready to kind of go back into my kind of effort in CrossFit and training competitively to compete in the season. And yeah. I'm really excited about it because one of the things that I've noticed the most is how my body is responding if i if i put if I have the right source behind me, and what I mean by that just to kind of keep it short is when i you know a few days ago I, I, I went out and spent time with God. I literally just met God. it was the most incredible time with the Lord. I can't explain it except for he just met me, he just loved me. I spent time with him, I worshipped him, and it was so unbelievable, the meeting, that day, whatever, the next night, I got, like, five hours of sleep, like, n- like no sleep, maybe four and a half, I woke up the next day, literally shot out of my bed, like, wired, I was like, what, I was thinking, like, the first hour of my day, like, what happened, like, to yeah. me here, and I realized it was because I literally, because I had met God, and I, and, and his love had, had, I had experienced it the day before, whereas before I was training for ten. You know, I'd sleep for ten hours a night, and you know, still wake up exhausted. And so, for me, I'm really excited to go into this next phase because um, I've just seen how my body and and the physical body of any human being responds to to the source, to to the Creator, the love of God that they were created for. When they when they when they feel that, when they know that, when they believe that how it how it transforms their ability to do things physically. So I I'm, I'm excited to apply that and just yeah.
0: Yeah, it's awesome to hear you talk like this. I mean, I I think it was a year ago this week or or, or about this time that I was had the opportunity to see you compete at the Atlantic Regional. Mm. And I remember hearing you afterwards just saying like I can't find the next gear or like mm. I can't find that next uh yeah. the next level and I'm just and, and, and you never used the word tired, but you did use a a couple words like He's like you. Just don't feel like you're at a hundred percent. So hearing you talk now and hearing you understand that where you're getting this, you're, like you said, your source of, of yourself now that I'm seeing is incredible. Just to hear you talk like this, so mm. it's, I'm, I'm really uh, it's amazing just to hear you you speak on this on this level now. Mm.
1: Yeah, and nice. I think it, it's an amazing story of putting everything in its proper place. With a lot of these challenges, there's the good that we've been trying to walk through and why we should do it and and all that kind of stuff. But then there's also the, the opposite side of you can take any of these things too far, right? right? You can approach the spiritual challenge with a, with a religious spirit and, you know, and I I have to spend X amount of time in scripture or in prayer or in whatever each day, the mental challenge, I'm going to be all up in my head space and all about knowledge and not about experience and and the physical. and, And I think we, see this a little bit more, obviously now, um, like you had mentioned the, you know, functional fitness and, mm. you know, my Instagram feed is going to be all about snapping pictures of myself and whatever, mm. but that's, that's kind of going the other way with the physical challenge too, of, you know, it's all about the workout. It's all about the PR. It's all about the, whatever is there. And and so I think where your head is at right now, and, and really more importantly, where your heart is at right, right now is is such an amazing shift mm. away from that. Mm. Mike, you've been Taking some classes with Tarsus, I have. Talk to us about your experience because you brought up the community piece and, right, and yeah. everybody cheering you on and all that. Of not making it, right? Right? Like I'm going to go out there. I'm going to try to do this thing. I'm going to work hard to approach this
0: goal, and then not. Right. Right. So I think coming and having the opportunity to train here has been has been different for me. Multiple reasons, right? I think oftentimes, and I think I've talked about this in, the, in past episodes, about signing up for different races and then quitting, just not doing them, yeah. right? And this is, and I owe a lot of this to, to Nate and, and just his uh, his ability to, to coach me up. But coming back and saying, "Hey, Mike, let's come back. Let's re let's refocus. Let's try this or let's try that." But the experience here is something that is different than, than I think most places, than most gyms, period. Um, I think one of the first opportunities I had to work out, I worked out with a couple of different guys and, and, uh, you know, I got ready. I was doing my, you know, my little warm ups and, and just kind of trying to, trying to get loose. And, uh, and Nate was like, all right, let, let's get to it. Are you guys ready? And we're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. He goes, all right, let's pray. And I kind of <laughs> stepped back like, wait, wait, well, we're going to pray first. Like this is, this is a little different, but, and I'm and not all of them have been like that, but you know, we, we did that. We prayed, we prayed for the, the session before it worked out. And, it was almost like a different level of community at that point because it's not not only were we caring for each other physically like at, at most like gyms like this where you're yeah. where you're trying to you know cheer each other on and helping each other out and assisting where you can but the simple fact that even afterwards was like it just felt different mm-hmm. right it just the opportunity the whole atmosphere was mm. was just different and I think I think I've seen that and it it, it is encouraging and I don't want to call it church or I don't want to call it you know you know, that type of community, but it is, it, it is a great opportunity to kind of grow with, with other, with other men and, and women. Cause you know, you have, you have a, a broad range of, or that are attending classes, but it's just, it's just a different experience. And I'm not sure how, how else to describe it besides just a, it, it is, as we've said in challenge, it is hitting multi, multi levels. Yeah. Right? It is yeah. here in that spiritual, it is here in that physical. Um, You know, sometimes I cry and it's emotional too, because uh, I, I, I want to quit, but you know, it's hitting all those different levels and I, and I've enjoyed every minute and, and thankful that I've had the opportunity mm-hmm. to train with you. So. Yeah. That's good.
1: So I think it's easy for us to say when we put our minds to it and we're, we're working out and we're, we've got to go out there and things are going well and we're hitting goals and kind of moving the bar that we can stay motivated, stay in it, keep pressing for the next thing. What about when stuff doesn't go so well? What about when, you know, maybe it's injury, maybe it's other stuff comes up and you can't devote as much time to it or, you know, how do we still continue to get that growth even though things may not be as successful as we're wanting them to be?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I um I think Mike, you mentioned the last podcast I did. I might have mentioned something about this, but I have come to see physical labor as the the mark for how everything's done in life. And that doesn't mean it's the most important thing, but for me I learned so much from it that what do you do when you want to run a better mile? Do you run a mile today and then you run a mile tomorrow and then you run a mile the next day? No, you train. You train for, I don't know, if you're smart, longer than a week, longer than a month. You train and you don't just retest immediately. But somehow in life and in everything we do, there are these things where we understand that and there's things that we that we don't. And I actually think physical fitness people, people generally understand that, that like a natural thing isn't going to change overnight. Yeah. But talking about that source thing, I just can't help but go back to it that that what is our source and if we're not developing in our relationship with the Lord, will our ability to to sustain greater challenge won't won't increase. And so farmers had this incredible opportunity 50 years ago. I mean, I know people still do agriculture today, but you know, 100 years ago, whatever, when that's all people did, people understood that when you did something It didn't yield an immediate result. And so they weren't stressed about it. They weren't thinking about it. They weren't checking the field every day to see if the corn was like they knew there was a time for it. Yeah. And so with physical things, scriptures, God will not be mocked. What a man sows, he will reap. And I, I don't, that's, that goes for every. Place in life. You know, if a believer wants to have a fruitful relationship with the Lord, they will allow the Lord to water them. They'll allow the word of the Lord to water them, spend time with Him without constantly breaking out their measuring stick. Because all that does is, it's like, where am I at? What am I doing? This happened to me. But, like, Jesus promised we'd have hard things happen. He actually promised we'd suffer, not just a hard thing externally, internally. We would experience hard things. We would be asked to die to ourselves. We would be asked to really. So, so if that's the mark, I'm facing a challenge, like defeat, I'm not growing, then like we don't even understand, we're doomed because the concept of growth is just gone. We don't even know what we're looking for. So in, with our relationship with the Lord, to just to put the measuring stick aside, to just just wake up and relate to him like a person, just spend time with him, let him speak to you, let his word water you and trust it, not tomorrow, not in two days a year from now the fruit that'll come up out of the ground from the time you spent with the Lord last year will be evident the year after you know we didn't have a if we had a great quiet time this morning and then we you know, do something awesome in the evening it's like oh we we uh you know look what happened when i spent time with the Lord it's like no what happened tonight in your character and what you demonstrated as a disciple of Jesus was born out of the decisions you made nine months ago. So same thing with fitness, same thing with anything. I just think to put the measuring stick aside, the physical measuring stick aside and just do, do the thing you know to do, which is work out and you feel defeat. You feel challenged. You feel like you're not growing all these things. Actually what the scripture tells us is that all those things are actually give thanks because 'Cause that means you have a father that loves you, that's challenging you. Discipline is for the purpose of endurance. Like endurance happens so that you build character, character hope, all these things. It's like so I actually think the whole model of like defeat versus growth or whatever, in my mind, I like to talk about for cause for me it's just changed so much. So I'm I I'm so thankful for when I when I don't meet the mark. Cause I, I just it helps me separate in my mind the the trap and and the guys and the deceit of measuring things off of how externals are going in any area of my life. Um, so just the power of just pouring water on a seed and just trusting that under the ground you're doing something.
1: Yeah, that's good. Such a good image.
2: Yeah. Great image. I think, I think,
0: and just hearing you talk about this subject and senior maturity and growth in all aspects of this, uh, something as simple as like, think about not measure my growth. I think about like not checking the scale every day and you just <laughs> drop this whole nugget on me that I'm just like on my heels back because it was something that I'm going to take away from this conversation. That is something that I need to remind myself and I appreciate you dropping that on, on us. And
1: well, and it's, you know, it's countercultural too, especially in, in the fitness realm of get out there, do what you're doing, work hard, but don't be constantly measuring. Don't be constantly stepping on the scale, yeah. checking the mirror, doing a max day, you know, whatever it is. Do what you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I heard a lot about that stuff recently too. You know, Memorial Day just recently passed and everybody was yeah. doing the the Murph. And I saw a lot of people posting about, you know, Murph's mm-hmm. not about your your PR, remember what you're doing it for. And Mm -hmm. I thought that Mm -hmm. was, it was one of those ones where I was like, wow, that's a good, that's a great little nugget, a great little thing to remind us of on on Memorial Day, that the reason you did this workout is to remember, you know, the fallen and not the, not your, not to try to set your own time on on how fast you complete the workout.
1: Well, and it's, you know, it's, it's physical challenge as a symptom of a larger, Picture right. right. Remember what you're doing it for is, is saying there's something bigger than just this workout. There's something bigger than getting yourself in the gym all the time. And, and if you, you don't have that something bigger, which I think Nate, you, you know, you've made really clear is, is such a huge part of your story. Eventually just the working out part is going to sour. And I think that's where a lot of guys find themselves in those ups and downs and the swings of I'm going to hit the gym real hard for a couple of months and then uh, you know a couple of months go by I start going a fewer times each week uh, I miss last week I haven't gone in the last month you know because it, it's about the physical part and we're not tapping into any of those other right. aspects of right. why are we doing this and what are we looking to get out of it and tying it to the bigger goal of character development that you said that so well mm. of becoming not just a more fit person but a healthier mm. oh wow yeah a better person right, right. you know because healthy could keep us on the fitness side too i guess totally yeah. but you know becoming a better person a, a better example of of who you are supposed to be
0: mm. so when we spoke to your dad we asked him asked him to leave us with a couple. Uh, uh, challenges uh for both the uh the amateur the the professional and 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 even the beginner. Um so is there anything you can you can leave us with as far as uh you know physical challenges that somebody who either a is coming off the couch uh you know b somebody who's you know maybe can run a mile and then you know of course the the pros like myself who have been uh, <laughs> coming to uh your your gym for quite a
2: while now. Mm, that's a good question. Let's see for a beginner I would say find a community that can help Mm -hmm. help you make the small decision that maybe you're having a hard time making, which is maybe the reason why you're a beginner. Any of us are a beginner in something. And when you're a beginner just maybe means you, you have just begun or haven't yet begun and just take small steps. So if you just need someone to help you kind of walk with you to take those steps, you're probably doing it by yourself. If you're not, if you're not succeeding in that and do it with somebody, do it with community. I mean, we've talked about that a lot here. So if you're a beginner find a community. If you're advanced, I would say be consistent. Be consistent. You know, whereas maybe the beginner needs community I say maybe the advanced person needs no community at all and that's maybe why they're there. The advanced person in anything in life is self-motivated, internally driven. They they don't need anyone to tell them to to go hone their skill, practice whatever they're doing. Um, I would say just be really consistent and trust what you're doing. And I think maybe the measuring stick thing we talked about is just, it's, it's ultimately a trust thing. You know, it's, it's like, I started this thing I know is good, but all of a sudden we like distrust the process we've even, and we question it. Like, is this working? I need to like gauge myself. I need to measure myself next month. Like, did it really work? All of a sudden we're looking, we're needing continual validation. And so maybe to the intermediate person, I'll go backwards and say, uh, give whatever process you've decided on and trust it in, trust it for long enough to really see the, um, the value and the output and the fruit of the work you've put in longer than just, you know, something where maybe we would all sit here and say three weeks is not long enough to, to see the, the evidence of, of -hmm. what you did.
1: Yeah, that's good. It's been awesome. Nate, yeah. thank you again for, for coming on the show and, mm-hmm. and having this conversation with us. If people want to kind of find you out there, I mean, your, your gym Tarsus is, yeah. is super local. So, you know, for people in the Northern Virginia, DC area, um, they could actually find you in person. Um, but, but how could people get in touch with you and, and find out more about what you're doing?
2: Yeah, we have a Facebook and Instagram page, the Tarsus movement. So you can find us on either one of those, obviously message us if you're close in the area. I mean, we've talked about community. We're just, so there's no surprises for anyone who's listening. We've talked about a gym, you know, I'm in my two car garage that the Lord really spoke to us about developing community in a small, intimate way. And maybe that even sounds scary for people who are like, I want to come to the gym, I don't want to be intimate, but just something smaller than just like a large gym where we develop community, we develop true meaningful relationships where the people that come here are excited to, to see their coach or to see their friends or to see their community. It's people that are coming that are excited about more than just doing a workout and getting out. It's really a family, it's a community. So we're working out in you know a two-car garage, got all the equipment we need, but it's... Um, it's,
1: it's pretty legit for a two-car garage. We're in
2: Ashburn, Virginia. And yeah, if you're if you're looking for something that is that has community involvement like we've talked about, true goal setting, and lifestyle and fitness kind of advice and resources across the board, yeah, come check us out.
1: Yeah. And how about for you? You said you're starting up the season, so yeah. we can follow you too and, and kind of track your progress and, and how that ends up going over the next year, right?
2: Yeah. Do it. Um, maybe... Nathan Bramblett on Instagram would maybe be the best way. Um, and that'll probably, I am even thinking, as you said, I'm terrible at posting on Instagram. I can't remember the last <laughs> time I did, but, uh, yeah, I'll be doing that much more frequently. And, uh, when, when I start again, you'll know, cause it'll, it'll get blown up with yeah. probably promotional material. And whatnot.
1: <laughs> Sounds good, brother.
2: Yeah.
0: Again, we appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strongtowers for your chance to score some Strong Tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate you all, and we'll see you back here real soon.